Hello everybody, this is Sean, hoping you all are fine out there. This is the 7th episode of my podcast show, Bly Talks. At Bly Talks, we talk about being happy, motivated and learning to fix some positives from everything around us. And that learning and that experience should drive us to be happy at the end of the day. In today's episode, we are going to meet someone who is really inspiring. I have always felt that there is a hero inside us and all around us. Let's just say a superhero, right? These people are common people with a superior heart and superior actions that make people around them extremely happy and make a big difference in their lives. Today I'm meeting one such hero who likes to call himself the lover of oceans, beaches, jungles, mountains, rivers, rains and ducks. That's an interesting bio. Today I have with me Mr. Dipesh Tan. He's a social rights activist, volunteer or founder of Youth for People and War Against Rain Rowdies. I told you, he's an amazing guy. Hello, how are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you doing, buddy? I'm fine. Okay, now I have permission to call him the fish because he does not like to be called out enough. Look at him, he's just as a So, today, the first question that I want to ask you is what motivated you to become a social rights activist? So, I, I feel that um, motivation plays a huge role in everybody's lives, and, and, and for me, uh, you know, my motivation was also at times when people were not being able to uh, do the things that they were wanting to. And even at times like when people are in trouble, that also becomes your motivation to do something for them, for marginalized, for people living in the grassroots. And that is one thing which made me realize like, you know, uh, I, I, this beautiful country, India that we live in, uh, we always think about like, what, I have, what have I got from this country? But have you ever thought about giving it back to this country and in what form? And not necessarily money or anyways, but in just pure form of service. So just the fact that I'm a, I am love my country and I want to give it back. And that is my motivation when, I, when, when it comes to giving it back and, and doing things for our country. Yes, definitely. Motivation plays a huge role in doing all of these activities. And you yourself are a part of multiple organizations and you have founded them. So how do you manage to multitask all of these different organizations and work for them? Uh, I never thought I would get answered this question, but <laughs> let me answer this. Let me, let me be correct in answering this. Well, it just happens for me at times because uh, uh, the journey has been quite interesting and adventurous from starting working in a call center, moving on from there working in radio, working in advertising, working in various other multinational organizations. But at the same time, I always felt that we can be who, who we are in our personal life, like, you know, and, and work for our families and do our the so-called karmas of taking care of our families. At the same time, being responsible in our society is extremely important. So, so I have always thought like, you know, in my free time, in, in times when I have an off, you can do small little kind of uh, acts of kindness where you can be responsible, you can help the society. A great society forms a great state, a great state forms a great country. So I feel that if more number of people are socially responsible, and I don't want to talk like in a more cliched way of social work, but it is being socially responsible. Like, you know, do I, would I call it social work if I help my brother or if I have a child? No, right? So I would I would call it like it's, it's part of my family, right? So this is an extended family. Your society you live in is an extended family. 
and if somebody needs help and if you're not and if you have those things to give it to them then why not like you know why would you shy off of who you are like so so i feel that being responsible is extremely important and in that journey uh, a lot of things came in like you know so i was i, I it's been almost 5 years i recently started working full time in development sector so i thought like um, i used to work for an, uh, a corporate and i'm like if whatever little ideas or i create or i do work to make people make them more rich instead i use those ideas and try and use it for social change and that's when i decided full time to work in a not for profit where it was an anti human trafficking organization and since then the journey began and currently i'm working for a cancer care organization and i'm leading the comms department so so yeah it's been quite a journey that's quite amazing how you managed to do all of these things and you said that we should be responsible for the people around us and for ourselves so when you see someone doing a bad action around us like doing something like that usually people see that but they do not act or do any action to stop that so what do you do when you see something like that so you know i always feel that it's extremely important to stand up against things that are not right which are not law by or which are not against the concept of uh, diversity and inclusion and and the whole concept of the idea of india you know extremely important because otherwise everything is going to be like in the most mundane thing everybody's going to shut their eyes and walk towards injustice that is happening around us and i wouldn't say children should do this because until you're 18 uh, you are responsible of your parents and extremely important be cautious about how you act but the least you can do is to go and tell the person that hey what are you doing is not right and just smile at the person and come back you don't have to go and fight or any of that but yeah i would say stop the thing like you know if there's something not right happening if uh, then you go and tell the person it is extremely important the idea of india is to question is to always raise uh, you know uh, issues uh, which are concerning the common people and similarly uh, if you see something not right happening around you raise it up raise it up in the most peaceful way so that you don't get into any kind of trouble you know so i think we should at least get into do, doing that and rather being just a blind spectator towards uh, any kind any form of injustice happening to our fellow brothers and sisters okay so you mentioned that as children we can just go to them and tell them but usually how do you find courage or kind of motivation to actually go and tell them because you know as children they are you know adults are like wait he's you know like how can how can he tell us what is right right so how do we make our point across to them very clearly like i said uh, you know if you courage comes when when you see something then you feel compassionate towards that person and then like for example if you're walking on the street and you see some some men harassing women on the street and which is not right like what would the first thing in your mind be like what if it's my sister my friend my girlfriend my wife or my mother would i still be quiet no right i would go and tell that guy like, hey you know what you doing is wrong i would i would try and be less violent in the front because i'm like not uh, being aggressive is not going to help to solve the problem but i would probably go and call the police and tell them like this this is happening and pursue that entire thing rather than just walking away because the the the, the chain effect of that particular incident is massive because that same person will gain confidence in doing more and more such crime against women or anything else so it's extremely important to make it difficult if not to make them stop but if you make it difficult for those people who are doing wrong uh i think that 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 that, that would be the change and I think the courage is something which you get it like you know there is no such injection or any kind of talk that I can give to you to 
to go and do something great, but it happens on your own the moment you start contemplating about it. So yeah, that's 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 what it is. Yes, even I believe that you know, as children, we should develop the habit of you know, say if they see something wrong, we should act out and tell them something. Of course, not be aggressive about it, yeah. but try to stop the situation. So now, as children, we are going to be the future politicians, doctors, etc. Right? So and we know we are aware of all of these things are happening out there. But do you think our education system or in our schools, we should be taught? things that you know so that we can take action against these things absolutely like i think the uh, i i personally have issues when it comes to the way the education system is however i would still say that education is ex- extremely important but formal education could not be the only way to be educated i know so many people who are educated but their thought process is so different and they are not di- inclusive they, they they don't come from the idea of of keeping things together so which is very unfortunate but I think you know the, to understand what is the right thing to do, and unfortunately, our education system does not teach you how to be today. Like right? you know, what do I do on the street? How do I react to certain situations in my life? So that is not been taught. But uh, that also comes over over time when you keep working within the society, when you start knowing more, you keep traveling, you realize like this is right, this is wrong. Like you know, a lot of times things that are happening in front of me may may be wrong, but I may not realize it's wrong. So that sense of understanding what is right and wrong also comes from reading more about it. Like I would always say this to children that please do read the preamble of our country, the constitution. You know, some part of it. Try and ask people to understand why this constitution was written. I mean, that's the most inclusive document with diversity and inclusion that you could ever ever see in the entire country. And that is the real India. Like the whole concept of being being respecting everybody's religion, language, food. You know, and and the clothes that they wear. Is the idea of India, and the moment you understand that, and just apply that formula across your society, in your house, in your, in in your in your workplace, then I think that would be an ideal citizen, in my opinion. So, so yeah, that's that would be my answer to the question. Okay. Now, I want to share my experience in school. As children, we are taught that blue is a color for boys, pink is a color for girls, right? <laughs> and even during sports, you know, if some boy falls down and they start. Hurt themselves and they cry. The teachers themselves say, "Stop crying like a girl." So, what do you think about that? Like, how do we stop that? You know, that cliche thing that pink is for girls, blue is for boys. How do we do so? Uh, in 2013, and this will be a little longer answer because there's a context to say. I started an initiative called War Against Gender Violence. This was primarily because I saw a bunch of guys who were harassing women who were standing on the platform, and at no fault of theirs. Like, you know, I mean. We live in this country. Nobody has right to disrespect or outrage someone's modesty just because they come from a different gender, and that is wrong at every every level. It's wrong. Like you can't do that. So we set up this group called War, and uh, it's still going. Unfortunately, we've been out of business because of COVID. But primary job is to patrol in the train and to catch these men who harass women and move by local trains. And till today, we have rescued. Uh, we've we've uh, caught about 170 plus guys who have been literally harassing women. And from whistling to touching to various other offenses, and that initiative took a very long time to get established. And I often keep thinking about it: like, what is that problem? Why do men do this? Why do people do this? And that, in my opinion, and I'm not an expert on this, but I feel that the the, the answer to that is one word: it's conditioning. We are so conditioned since our childhood of of how certain things will be. Like you go to a 
girls, a girl child's birthday party wouldn't be given to a girl child. You give her a Barbie doll, a frock, and that were pink color with flowers on it. You know, you will make the girl do all the feminine stuff, like which is not very easy to, which is very easy to do in the household. So if you have to go outside and bring something, then you send the child, the boy child, to go and get it, right? And if you want to make her do something household, like jhadu marna, pocha marna, all the things you make her. Now the problem is that that has been happening all the time, and that conditioning of masculinity and feminism, jo pura conditioning hai, that has been happening for such a long time in all our childhood. And I would say I'm also conditioned to a certain level to think that way, and that causes a lot of problem because then you always see from that point of view. And and one of the biggest culprits, in my opinion, is uh, the way our uh, our, our entertainment industry functions. Like you you think about songs, like "Ladki Deki Mu Se Siti Baje Hat Se Tali," and you have like the two of the biggest heroes of uh, Bollywood, and you know people are inspired looking at him. And you slap a girl like recent movie Kabir. Kabi, there's this recent movie called Kabi uh, Singh. Kabi Singh, like you saw in that movie, like so bad, like you know, you 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 done like you ask her to do her clothes and all of that. Like that is wrong. That is wrong at every goddamn level. Because then you are telling, you are inspiring people. There's a reason why they put a sign of no smoking when that happens because you don't want to encourage that. But at the liberty of creativity, you let that thing happen. But violence against women, if it's been so glorified. You know, or or the the movie plot. You know, the the guy is always behind a stalking, which is an offense, by the way. If if anybody listening to this uh, talk, you should go and read the IPC three fifty four A B C D. In that, if you go behind a girl without her consent, that is a crime and that is a non verbal offense. So you show that guy doing that, and then the later the girl is falling in love with that guy. It's a wrong precedent. It doesn't happen that way. I'm sorry. You have to be respectful towards a. Your opposite gender, like you know, and you have to ask. You can ask her, "Hey, I'm interested in you. Are you? Do you like me?" If she says no, you can't pursue her then, you know. And you can do it in a respectful way, but you can't make her feel terrible about her gender. So conditioning, in my opinion, is one of the biggest uh, evil that we are living in today's time, and it is in every form, whether it's crime against women, crime against marginalized people, crime against minorities. We even thought that way, like you know, uh, 15 August, right? Just went. Yesterday, everybody wears a national flag. My country, I love my country. That one day, 26 Jan, that one day, and loving your country is not does not mean abusing a, another country or saying things about another country or a community. Loving your country means taking care of the problems of your country and trying to fix them. That is loving your country. So, if you really say, when I say I love my country, I will go and. Find issues in my country and I fix it. I'm not gonna sit back and just like, oh yeah. If you say some things about Pakistan or you say some certain things about China, oh that means you're you're really patriotic. No, patriotism is not that. Loving your country, patriotism is about trying to fix the problem of your country, which are society, which are like against you know malnutrition, hunger, you know, um, you name it. There's so many things there, like which is there. Like you go 150 kilometers away from Mumbai and. You'll find so many problems which people are living, our tribal brothers and sisters who are living in that region. So how do you fix that problem? And that is really taking care of my, of your country. So yeah, to answer your question, like I said, uh, uh, conditioning is one of the most uh, biggest evil which has been which has been which has been lying around us, and and, and it subconsciously is also happening a lot. What are some advices you have for people of our age for us to be happy and motivated? Uh, 
I, I know most of the teenagers like you and, and people who are listening are in, in this beautiful phase of trying to know uh, the world, the society, yourself. Uh, I would say just start off with really extremely small kind of compassion, like you know, trying to understand uh, what is needed. Like it could be as simple as you know, feeding your stray animals. It could be as simple as teaching somebody something. You know, it could be as small as reading the the constitution, the preamble of this country, and trying to understand if you find certain words, just gain that knowledge of on the idea of the, how this country was set up. Like you know, that's extremely important. And you don't really have to go and shift mountains. Like it's too much pressure. I feel that on children that we all put in. But you know, this small act of kindness is a great way to 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 to, to shape up your future. Like you know, of who you are. Try and see what is your foundation like. You know, where do you come from? What what do you like to be? And and what is not right? And if you understand these basic questions, if you ask this to yourself, you will shape up your own pathway. And and you know, I mean, it's very easy for me to say go and teach somebody do something, but find something that you really love and you're passionate about, and and you want to do in life. That is a great way to initiate and start taking small steps towards. The, the larger journey of life, so I would say that. Yeah. Okay, and how can people, you know, our people of our age, teenagers, me, my friends, how can we support your cause, your you know organization? How can we take part in it? Thank you very much for that. Uh, well, you can uh, start off with knowing what Youth for People is. It was started in 2006 uh, during the Mumbai Train War Blast, and the primary objective was to mobilize the young energy. And, and trying to make them socially responsible in, in whatever small, big way, in whatever possible way. So, uh, if you like you for People's uh, Facebook page and Instagram page, uh, you will keep getting the updates of we do every year support uh, 50,000 children with notebooks. You know, as simple as just providing them notebooks, we give them bicycles to like an average child travels to about 2 to 10 kilometers to just go to the school. Right, like, uh, and uh, so we try and give them bicycles so that their time go to the access to education is less, and they can focus on more creativity and all that. So, and we we've been doing a lot of events on beach cleaning, and of course, war is one of our events. But wherever you fit in, like you know, and you feel I want to contribute in this area of working, uh, be come in touch with us, write to us on our Facebook page and on our Instagram page, and we'll be happy to uh, work together. Amazing. And how do you find the energy to do all of these things? <laughs> I mean, you're exactly like a superhero, like a superman. <laughs> no, man, I'm as scared as probably uh, each one of you listening. But uh, I think sometimes there's a lot of angst against what's not right and you want to channelize it. Either you scream it out or you just fight it out. But when you channelize it, probably that's what I'm coming. I don't do yoga out, but I do a lot of cycling and all of that. But, but the point is that, like, you know, channelize it. Like, if you feel something is not right, don't just vent it out. Try and keep it and channelize it in commitment of doing something in that form, in that particular cause that you feel passionate about. So, so that you don't fall short of fuel in 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 your future. Because there are a lot of disappointments. You say I want to work for the cause of children's education, but it's not going to be easy, right? You know, it's going to be extremely hard, and there's a lot of hurdles in between. So this angst can also be converted into fuel and inspiration, you know, where you can you can uh, not let yourself stop. Amazing. Now I feel this interview has been extremely informative, and I myself have learned quite a few things, and I hope your audience have also have learned quite a few things.
you know, Mr. Bukesh here. He looks like any common person, like all of us. But then he is actually the winner of multiple awards. One of them being the Mumbai Mirror Hero Award. He has also given multiple TED Talks and Josh Talks, which I feel are really motivating and interesting. You can also check more about him and his organizations on his Facebook page, Instagram, and always, we always have Google, right? And yeah, you can also subscribe to his YouTube channel. Don't forget to check that out as well. That's right, but uh, I would also say you should uh, subscribe to Shams Logic YouTube channel and Black Talk. And that is on Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast and everywhere. I think it's quite, quite, quite okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, buddy.